If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Medicine in America, hosted by Anthony Manson and Todd Harrington, shares the stories of physicians, other healthcare professionals, and industry leaders who are changing the way we deliver care. There's an episode that you should check out called Primary Care Reimagined with Subscription-Based Preventative Care Model. It's an inspiring call for a paradigm shift in primary care. All of their episodes highlight innovative ideas at the forefront of the movement to transform our healthcare system. Check out Medicine in America on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Nurse Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Garvin-Mayo. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I want to talk to you about stress. And this is a topic I want to talk about because I have been sharing with my audience where stress, especially in nursing, comes from. We are kind of cultivated, made to believe or accept that stress is a normal part of our lives. Because if you think about it, in nursing school, to get into nursing school is tough. It's a stressful process. You get into nursing school, it's stressful. You have to maintain your GPA. You have to take all the required classes. You have to get a certain grade in these classes, right? Stress. You start clinical in school. Stress, because you have schoolwork and you have clinical. You have to look up all the meds. You have to be on your P's and Q's just in case your clinical instructor wants to quiz you in front of everyone (laughs) on the diagnosis or medications or side effects. I still have all of my Um, index cards with, you know, the drugs, the side effects, the doses. I have the the different diagnoses, you know, the pathophysiology of those diagnoses. I still have all of them because I spent a lot of time on those. But we were stressed, right? Just stressed being in clinical, um, being stressed preparing for clinical. Um, And, you know, the whole nursing school experience is very stressful. And I always tell people, those were probably the four hardest years of my life, undergrad nursing school. It, it was terrible. And then you get out of school, you know, you're stressed out about studying for your boards, taking your boards, passing your boards, and that's done. Then you go back and you're trying to apply for a job. You're the new nurse on the job. Again, you're stressed, right? Trying to learn a new role. Do you have a great mentor? Are they friendly? Are they bullying you? Horizontal violence. Oh my goodness. It's so much. So by the time you come out and you are operating as a nurse, your body, your mind is kind of used to being in this stressful state. 
And we believe that, yes, it's stressful, but we can handle it. But what happens is as you continue to stress and you're in that state and something big happens like a pandemic or a death in the family, we break or we transition to that burnout phase, which is so much more detrimental to our mental and physical health. So I'm saying all this to say, think about where your relationship with stress comes from. And maybe many of you listening, it's not from your experience in nursing school because maybe you're not a nurse. We have a lot of nurses who, um, you know, a lot of uh, listeners who are not nurses. But think about where did you learn how to have a relationship with stress? And then think about where did you learn how to manage your stress? When I go around and I talk to various um, audiences, I always ask, who taught you about stress? And, you know, no one. No one really talks about stress. And in the book, Shape Your Life, I talk about we don't get a pamphlet, right? It doesn't come with your child as a manual of, of how to teach this child about stress, how not to be a stressed out parent. We don't have a manual, but we know it exists. We know that people are stressed. And for me, my personal story about stress is my mom was a single mom and she was stressed. And the only reason I knew that is because I knew by her body language, by the tone of her voice, by her behaviors. But I never um, heard her talk to me about her stress and not for nothing, definitely never heard her talk to me about how she manages her stress, right? But then you just go through life experiencing people who are in um, stressed out situations or they just live a stressful life and we don't know how to really manage it. And being in those, in those environments and associating with those type of people, that sounds really bad. Not I don't mean those type of people, like those type of people, but, you know, interacting or being around people who are stressed out can impact our relationship with stress. So just bringing stress to the forefront and taking a minute to just think about your relationship with stress and where did it come from? I talk about internal stressors and I love internal stressors and many of the clients who I work with we hone in on internal stressors because internal stressors are happening internally and these type of stressors are um, developed over time from our childhood, from our adolescent years, from our teen years, you know, in our adult life, um, you know, throughout our upbringing, we develop these internal stressors, which are like our thoughts, our self-talk, you know, what's going on in our heads, in our bodies? And where did we learn that? And how do things that um, have happened in the past impact who we are today? I recently did a um, stress seminar in Boston, my hometown, and I was telling them that many times when we're talking to people, adults, Sometimes we can be talking to the six, seven, 10-year-old person, even though we're looking at the adult. 
Because those things that happen in our lives can be triggers, right? For right now where we are, someone's doing something right now at this very moment as a adult. And it brings us back to being that six-year-old, right? So it's, it's important for us to understand where, how we developed our relationship with, with stress and how did we develop, um, you know, stress management strategies, if we have any. And the story I told you about nursing school is so real. So are you a nurse or are you in a profession and having a hard time dealing with stress? And I don't know about you, and I'm not sure about now, but from what I know, there's a lot of um, nursing schools who don't really teach about stress management, even though we are one of the most stressed out professions in the world. Being a nurse, being a nurse is very, very, very stressful, along with other jobs, but it's very stressful. And I can speak from that standpoint because I am a nurse and I've been through it, but having someone's life in your hands can be very, very stressful. And in today's environment with um, horizontal violence, workplace stress, um, you know, bullying, you know, incivility in the workplace just makes it that much harder. And right now, a lot of people are talking about these issues, but what are we doing about it? How are we holding people accountable for it? Because, you know, we spend a lot of time at work. Um, and many times, you know, those stressors that are happening at work are from external um, external things that we can't control, but the way we react to it has a lot to do with how we internalize stress or how we relate to stress. So in, um, you know, Shape Your Life, one thing, you know, I say this book will help with is really to understand um, where you are now and identify what kind of led you down the path when we talk about stress, what kind of led you here to kind of just take on a lot or just to be in the stress cycle, as I like to call them. We'll talk about the stress cycle another day, but to understand you, and that's why I peer stress management uh, with emotional intelligence. It's really understanding you, understanding who you are, understanding your triggers, is taking that pause to get to know yourself and getting to know ourselves is so important because we evolve, you know, who you were yesterday is not who you are today and it's not who you're going to be tomorrow and being okay with that. Right. So, so it's really coming to terms with that's what it is. This book will also help you pinpoint the goals and vision you have for your future. Um, because where you are now does not mean you need to be there in two years, three years, or even five years, right? Not feeling stuck like you have to stay in the box. And that's another thing I discovered when I was doing my stress seminar in Boston. A lot of people are operating in this box, this box to be who people want them to be, not being able or feeling you know, the ability that they have the courage to show up as themselves, their authentic selves. One woman was saying um, she can't be herself at work. She feels like she can't be authentic and she has to be professional. She can't, um, you know, wear braids or hoop earrings or talk the way she wants to because she's at work. So she feels kind of stifled, kind of constricted. And what I asked her, I said, did anyone ever tell you that you had to 
be that person or be that way? And she said, no. And I said, well, you have to give yourself permission to be who you are. And one thing I tell people when I'm, you know, doing talks and trainings, um, you know, across uh, the nation is you can always get up and reintroduce yourself to people. It's just being comfortable doing it. But you have the power and ability to get up today, tomorrow, um, and reintroduce yourself. Who do you want to be? And, you know, what's important about that is surrounding yourself with the right community support um, and having some accountability so you can truly be who you want to be in any room. Uh, This book will also help you determine which you still need to fulfill your goals and find the necessary resources. So identifying gaps, like where we are now and where we want to be in terms of stress management and life in general, what are those gaps? Have we ever even thought of those gaps? But can we take a pause and really think about what it is? What do we need? How do I get over um, to the other side? I always think about the picture of you know the the man jumping from one mountain to the next and there's that gap in the middle. I'm sure you have seen that picture or something very similar, but what's in that gap and what do you need to fill that that gap? And really the shape framework is um, helping you create an action plan on getting to where you wanna be in your life, shape your life, right? So getting to where you wanna be and you know, Getting to where you want to be in life, it's important that we have stress management. I'm a true believer that um, stress impacts really everything in our life. And, And we may not realize it because we've been in this state of stress for so long, but it really impacts what we think, what we do, what we don't do, what we don't think. Um, it, it can have a tremendous impact on us. And, you know, to the point where, um, you know, it can impact our mental and our physical health, where we may be diagnosed with different things. And, and we're going to talk about that um, stress in America 2023. Um, a lot of that data shows that the chronic uh, illnesses in Americans are high off the charts, right? Because we are just living in this cycle of stress. And lastly, this book will help you carry out and stick to your plan with the help of a supportive community or network. And that's important in anything we do in life. Um, You know, I was talking about nursing school in the beginning of this episode, but, um, you know, when you get out of nursing school, you have a mentor, you have a guide, you have someone that's supporting you, that's telling you, yes, you do it that way. No, you don't do it that way. Let me show you how I do it, right? Kind of supporting you through while you create your own framework or your own way. Same thing in stress management. You need to be in the right community. You need to have the right network to help you get to where you want to be. So I want you to think about until the next time we get together is where did you learn how to have a relationship with stress? And where did you learn your stress management strategies if you have any? So think about that. And, you know, if you, you know, have a spouse or have kids or have friends, ask them those questions. Let's really normalize talking about stress and more importantly, stress management. So until next time, take care of yourself. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. 
Before you go, I would love to share a free stress management resource with you. Go to stressblueprint.com and download your free copy of the three questions to ask when you are stressed. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best. If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Medicine in America, hosted by Anthony Manson and Todd Harrington, shares the stories of physicians, other healthcare professionals, and industry leaders who are changing the way we deliver care. There's an episode that you should check out called Primary Care Reimagined with Subscription-Based Preventative Care Model. It's an inspiring call for a paradigm shift in primary care. All of their episodes highlight innovative ideas at the forefront of the movement to transform our healthcare system. Check out Medicine in America on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.